Hello, monsters. My name is Jane Judge. Welcome to Monsters University, a homebrew tabletop role-playing game hosted live at twitch.tv slash janejudge. Enjoy this silly role-playing game with me and my friends. Hello. We got a little small glitch, but we're working on that. Welcome, monsters and ghouls and vampires and harpies and whatever you are to another episode of Monsters University. Today is the beach episode. So while we sort out our places, two Dominiques. (laughs) Okay, we'll get this sorted out, but welcome to this homebrew horny Monsters University game. This is a D10 system that I made up and has very few rules. So we're just here to have fun and do some cool role play. Um, Content warnings, this is an 18 plus game. We're gonna talk about sexy stuff. And if you are too young for that, get out of here. Yeah, we do monsters, we do body horror, we do murder, we do sexual situations. So if you're not cool with that, get the hell out. (laughs) All right, Um, so let's get this started. Everyone give me your best Monster laugh. <laughs> 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 okay, um, let's introduce everybody. Let's start over here with, uh, oh, okay, uh, Dominique Delirium, who's in the right spot. Hi, I'm Dominique Delirium, and I play Evelyn Lycandra. Awesome. This is Chasworth, who is busy figuring out the tech stuff. Uh, but his name is Ricky XSX Rails, and he's playing Chasworth, the Frankenstein monster today. Robot Div. Hi, I'm Div, and I am playing Kate Bender Stone. Awesome. Cassie in the red spot. I'm Cassie, and I get to play Kimberly Kimmy Puddin' Pop, a gelatinous cube with a heart of more gelatinous stuff. Perfect. And then Violet, who has just appeared. I'm Violet October, and I'm playing Lily the Succubus. Awesome, Brad. So today's our beach episode. Uh, The party has just received an invite to a wedding in the Namatsi family. Um, Wade, the mermaid, has invited everybody and their friends to come down and hang out in his, uh, you know, palace that he grew up in. So we're going to head over... So we're going to start in the student dorms today. Okay. So you are all getting ready. Wade has told you that today is the day and you're all going to go to the palace Namazi and, uh, You are prepping yourselves and packing your bags and meeting up with your partners and discussing your travel plans. So let's start with Kimmy and P. Jared. Where do you think you would be? So I'm uh, currently trying to pack and warn P. Jared that, uh, you know, to maintain a correct level of moisture on the beach, I'm going to need ample shade, Lots of water. Um, you know what? He needs to bring some sort of like wood polish. Um, you know, I'm thinking like I'm breaking in an entire tent 
like a camping tent. Okay, okay. And wink, wink, nudge, nudge with the edge of my cube. It gives us a little bit of privacy. It does. So you're packing a tent, you're packing an umbrella, shade equipment, lots of portable humidifiers, the little mm-hmm. one that PJ bought you. Yep, and every swimsuit that he pulls out is too much. I tell him to put it back and find a smaller one. Mm, okay. So Pedro has packed the tiniest little pair of swim trunks that you could find in his drawers. I want those wooden cheeks on display. Love it. Um, Chaz, what's up with the video? Okay. Yep, it was showing for just a second. There we go. Perfect. Okay, keep rolling. Um, so yeah. Kimmy and P. Jared are in their dorm room getting moist and polishing some wood. I think P. Jared definitely packed some like wax and he asked you to like rub it on. Like, oh, I'm gonna need before we get to the water, uh, just a, a quick coat of wax if you don't mind. Of course, and I'll uh, slide up next to him and, and start wa- waxing it on with a little arm extended from my cube. Okay, then, cool. uh, you know, work down to the to the base, you know. <laughs> You're working it base down the to tree. the base. P. Jared has got a handful of his different wooden attachments. He's polishing those up too. And yeah, sure yeah. To you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, so uh, we fade away from Kimmy and P. Jared. In are you in your dorm room or his? Uh, definitely in his. Okay, so in the less moist, but still now a little moister than it was before, dorm room. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some splashing going on. Mm, okay. <laughs> we fade over to Bender's dorm room. So you and Sarah have been working on uh, her ability to leave, and you found her ashes in the fireplace. And you bought her a little locket, and she's got it around her neck. And as soon as you clip it on, it sort of turns from corporeal, like a physical locket, to a little more incorporeal. Um, you clip it around her neck. She's like, oh, thanks, Benda. This is really sweet. You uh, you didn't have to do that for little old me. Oh, I wanted to. I've been missing you. Oh, well, okay. I want to suggest something so that I can always go where you are. Something, maybe a little piece of me that you take. You, uh, you know, you got a big old urn of my bones over there. What do you say you like, uh, I don't know, stick one of my ribs up in you so I can always uh, come around where you are. I don't know, is it gross? Is it cute? Absolutely cute. Uh, Bender is going to find a rib and just tear off a chunk of her own flesh, like stick the rib in, like the Marilyn Manson rumor, but in reverse, add an extra <laughs> rib in there. <laughs> Aw, oh, look, I, I feel it. A little more connection to you. She's gonna like reach out and put her hand on you and you feel it a little bit. I'm gonna uh, put my arm around her and like scoop her as if I'm gonna like dip her in a dance. Woof! It's been years since someone touched me that much. I uh, gotta admit, I'm really excited for this. Me too. Oh, we're supposed to be going to a beach. Do you, do we? I don't think I swam even when I was a human. Oh no, do you know how? I think so. Don't corpses float? 
Hey, you should be okay for that, but maybe uh, you float a little too much. We might put some weights inside you just to make sure you don't fly away on me. Oh, that works. I could just fill myself up with some rocks. Yeah, I like. <laughs> you want more of my bones? Put them all in there, you know. I'm not using them anymore. Bender's gonna, like, you know, just uh, grab the urn and, like, kind of consider it. Alright, I think maybe you, you might want to get rid of them, you know, for floating. Let's try the rocks. Let's leave the bones at home for now. Besides, uh, you know, if something happens, I want to be able to come back here, too. That's true. I don't think the ashes would do too well. No, uh, but I... I don't know. They almost feel a part of me now. Hey, look, though. Two corpses at a beach. Look at us. You know, I wouldn't have believed it six months ago. <laughs> right? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a little time alone with you now that we can touch. And she gets a little handsier. Bender uh, leans in and uh, kind of tries like to brush her uh, her uh, breasts and like rib cage up against and just like hold her for a second. Oh. So, you think we could get a little, uh, you know, underwater? Neither of us need to breathe. Oh, yeah. We could do whatever you want underwater, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sarah leans in to kiss you a little harder and will fade away. Uh, we're going to move over to Evelyn and Ishtal. What do you think y'all would be doing? Um... Ishtal and I are in my dorm room as I'm going through my drawers looking for my swimsuits. Okay, um, what kind of swimsuits do you have? So, I show him two bikinis that basically look the same, except one has, like, bone clasps or whatever. Like, like the little string is like a bead with, like, a bone on it on each side. And then on the little, like, bikini edges, like, the same thing. Like, the strings have, like, bone beads that look like little dog bones, kind of. He picks it up and is like, wow, this one's uh, pretty cool. Do you want to put it on for me? Yeah, I can try that one on or whatever. Are you sure you don't like the other one that's like a basic black that goes with your basic black loincloth? Hey, bring them both. What if you lose one? <laughs> oh yeah, you think I'm going to lose one? <laughs> maybe yeah, we're maybe. in the ocean. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, uh, I'll be honest, I'm a little worried about swimming. I'm pretty heavy. I might be at the bottom of the ocean for most of it. Well, do you need to breathe? No, no. It's not really a problem for me. I just, uh, you know, I hope it doesn't cause any issues for Wade and his family. No. I think it'll be okay. You just kind of just move one leg at a time. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I bought something, and I think it would help, but you have to promise not to laugh at me, okay? Uh, sure. What is it? He, like, turns a little bit darker, like he's blushing, and, uh, kind of turns around, and you can hear, like, the stone-on-stone -stone creak, like he kind of doesn't want to show you this. And he pulls out of his little backpack a set of floaties. <laughs> I am not laughing. Um, I think... Those might not work with how dense your stone is. 
Yeah, you, you don't think it would help? They didn't have any except for these ones with little ducks on them or anything either. Um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I don't know a whole lot about physics, but like, I just think that you might be a little more dense than those would be able to like lift you up. All right, all right. Well, I mean, I I could fly in the air. Think I could fly underwater? Um, you might be able to use your wings to like get like a good swim going. That'd be interesting. Okay, so that that's a no on these floaties, huh? Yeah, I don't think you would be able to use those. I mean, you could take them and try them, but I don't think it's going to work. God damn it. He like, throws them on the ground. <laughs> okay, um, well, I don't really have a swimsuit, but you think this loincloth will work? And he sort of like pulls down one side of his jeans and you see the like black loincloth that's like moving of its own accord behind him. Yeah, I think it'll work, but um, you don't have like a Speedo or anything, like... Maybe trunks. No. Uh, I guess you could take me to go get some. Pick them up for me. There's probably, like, a shop down at the beach that has, like, speedos and stuff that we could we could look into. Okay, I'll, I'll bring some extra cash. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, but you were gonna try on this little... And he holds up the one with the bone strings. <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course. And I grab it from him. He, like, turns around and, like, you know, averts his eyes to give you a little bit of privacy. I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure you've seen all of me, but that's fine. And I just started, like, taking my clothes off. He, like, turns around and, like, kind of shyly looks up at you. Cool. Yeah, you've seen me turn. I think we're, I think we're cool. What happens if you turn in a swimsuit? I don't think the swimsuit is shred because these swimsuits are made for werewolves. But I mean, unless something like really crazy happens, there's no reason for me to like change or whatever. Uh, maybe we should test it just for science, you know? Um, okay. And then I tie, finish tying off my swimsuit and I like take a breath. I think really hard and I start to change he like sort of reaches out to touch you while you're changing and like um, feels your skin like growing fur and your like size increasing a little bit wow yeah it's as cool as I imagined okay cool you really think that this outfit is what I should wear halfway through you saying that he's like picking you up and laying you on the bed like yeah yeah wear this one (laughs) As he's, like, laying me on the bed, I, like, grab onto his neck to, like, hold on for being, like, pushed downwards. He's, like, trying to get the bikini off of you as fast as possible, and he can't figure out the ties. (laughs) Come on, how do I do this thing? Just pull it. Just pull the string. Alright, he gives it a big, like, yank, and the whole thing comes free. And with that, we will over to the next dorm room. Um, okay, maybe this one isn't in a dorm room. Lily, where do you think you'd be meeting up with Professor Ayart to talk about this? How long do we have before it's time to leave? Um, let's see. If you want to do the night before, we can kind of move back in time a little bit and do that. You can be meeting up oh, in the, the day graveyard. Of, the day okay. of. I, you have yeah. a couple hours then. Okay, so Lily has already 
gotten full bikini ready like little like triangle bikini that's pale pink black trim and little black bats everywhere heels that will not work for a beach little black not oh, not little but black heels and a little black mesh half skirt that strippers wear and is probably going to knock on his office door with the it was it a necklace we were given to breathe underwater yeah like a little fish scale necklace in Wade's orange scale I would have put that in kind of a box that people put like Valentine's Day roses in and put the wedding invitation in an envelope that I made and like knock on his door he like kind of blusteringly comes and opens the office door he's like what I was just writing something I have two sentences and now my flow is interrupted I didn't mean to but I wanted to invite you to something oh it's you Lily well you know what I was writing a mere shadow of the, the poem I heard of yours last time. That makes me really happy. I okay, didn't what's know this? Okay, what's this? inspiring me. I'll oh. give him the box first. Inspiring. It is powerful. I, uh, I look forward to hearing more. And then he, like, opens up the little box and reads the note. He's, like, not paying attention to you and your red face at all. <laughs> he didn't say anything about your outfit either. <laughs> He like opens it up and pulls out the necklace and says, pretty, what is it for? Still beet red, but like now handing him like the invitation and us very shyly asking if he would want to attend a beach wedding with me. Wow. And like adding in like, oh, it's fine. It's fine if you don't want to go, but like. You secured an invite to the Namatsu family wedding. This is going to be one of the highest security events probably the next few years in monster culture. How did you get this? Oh, through, through kind of through Chaz, really. Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, yeah. I'm just surprised that they're inviting people at all. I was told I could invite you too. And it sounds like you kind of know them or of them. Oh, yes, I am familiar with the Namazi family. They are the most powerful in all of South America. I um, I would love to attend alongside you, Lily. And if you will be wearing this, he finally like takes a look down at the outfit. I would follow you anywhere. Uh, I was just trying to figure out what I want to wear to the beach. Well, what would this. you wear to the beach? Professor Ayard kind of turns around in his office and like... Uh, there's like a big corkboard with um, pictures and little pieces of poetry and sticky notes and stuff. And he pulls something down off of the corkboard and he hands it to you. And it's a photo of him maybe, I don't know, 100, 200 years ago. Everyone's wearing kind of old timey bikini swimsuits, you know, like the guys with the little straps up top and everything. Well, I still have this one. Do you think that works? I love it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I will pack that. We're leaving today, but um, you should probably know that we're traveling on some kind of horny monster thing. Okay. Uh, leaving in the daytime. Hmm. Oh, shit. I didn't think... I didn't think about that. Oh, no. I will be able to travel, although 
you may, uh, <clears throat> I will need to wear a lot of sunscreen. I kind of, I'm so sorry. I didn't think about the fact that it is a, forgive me. That's all right. That's all right. You will learn. I was just so excited about the potential of you going to a wedding with me. Okay. I have everything I need except for a pair of sunglasses. Please acquire them for me. I will meet you in three hours outside this room, outside of this door. I'll be here and I'll have the sunglasses. Yes. Thank you, Lily, for the invitation. And he like kind of reaches down and kisses your hand all fancy. Lily did not do that, but just, what, what would she do? It's kind of like little anime Probably blushes. Oh uh, yeah, the anime blushes. Attempting to lean in and kiss his cheek and seeing how his reaction is to that. Cause it's the most bold thing she's done so far. Okay, roll me a flirt roll. Let's see how that turns out for Lily. <laughs> You said flirt? Yes, this would be a flirt, I think. 15, okay, okay. He notices and he sort of leans in and gives you sort of like a French kiss kiss, but it's very close to your lips. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'll see you soon. He takes the little necklace and pins it onto his neck and says, I treasure the invitation. And then he like slams the door. <laughs> as soon as the door is shut, like the anime, like foot kick and like holding a journal to me and basically vibrating with happiness and skipping away. Okay, I have to get some sunglasses and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move over to Chaz and Wade. You all are in the garden, I assume, or are you in your dorm, Chaz? Uh, I think probably my door. Okay. What are your last minute preparations? What are you up to? What's your beach wear? Um, well, I have on uh, kind of like button up open shirt. It's like, you know, unbuttoned and uh, like monogrammed uh, swim trunk shorts, really fancy looking ones. Maybe um, uh, Versace or something cool. Okay. Is Wade here with you? Yeah, uh, we're like kind of sitting on the couch and I'm like laid across like his lap or whatever and I'm just like on my phone and like like a notepad and stuff doing like social networking work or whatnot and stuff and like group texts and things. Okay, so you're sending out a last minute text to your three political invites who were Cheesy Pete the Gremlin, Tomb Keeper, the living monster truck, and Magira, the treasurer of the student government. That's correct, yes. Wade is like, don't be nervous, sir. All your people are going to come. They will show up. Wade, please, just let me handle this. Like, you don't understand how nervous or how much, like, just just let me do this. All right, all right. He, like, pets your hair. Do you need anything? Can I help you? More necklaces. I am running out of scales on my ass, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have plenty of necklaces. We don't want to saturate the market. You know, we got to keep this as some kind of, like, you know, special event. This is a wedding. Of course, of course. And you uh, score points with them inviting. I understand. 
it's true. It would be nice to get Magiro in the favor. <laughs> she seems very powerful. I am uh, a little afraid of her sisters. Why are you afraid of her sisters? You know, they follow her. They wear the creepy cloak. I once uh, saw one of their faces. It's all very human. Have you ever seen it? No, but I mean, that seems like, you know, they're in the right place. It's, it's yes, here. yes, of course, of course. But, uh, you know, it's a little surprising when someone pulls their hood down and instead of a, a face, you know, there's six snakes in there. Six snakes? Yes, I counted. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting indeed. We will see what sort of swimwear they have. <laughs> Difficult to hide underwater. <laughs> So how are you feeling? Going back home. Oh. How are you putting this all together? Well, I have baked and I have baked and I have baked until I ran out of hydrangea. <laughs> and uh, I will bring some and it will all be okay. You have definitely been the improvement. It's been very, very good stuff. Oh, yes. Uh, I take it you like the croissants? Not many left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little... Uh, the hydrangea tasting, but uh, really good. Listen, I've been working on my refinement. That was an early batch. They're getting better. <laughs> okay, uh, here's what I want to know. Are you bringing a smaller swimsuit than that? A smaller one? Oh, you know, you got these glorious, magnificent legs. I just <laughs> want to show them off. <laughs> I guess I might have something smaller prepared. <laughs> Bring this one. Bring the other one, too. Mm. <laughs> and what are you going to be wearing? Oh, well, you know me. I don't wear much underwater. And he, like, clicks his little heels together, and his legs fuse into a, like, long mermaid tail. I don't need it. Oh, yeah, you don't. I gotta say, I love the tail. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you get to play with it in its natural habitat. <laughs> mm. no, I... He like sort of flicks it back up and smacks you at the end of it. <laughs> I like uh, position myself to like, smack me again, but on the butt. Ooh. He'll like <laughs> flip you a little harder. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh... We should get it out of our system before I am stuck in the family events. You got an hour, or do you need to do more social things? Mm, I think that could be fair. I could start putting my little pad and stuff, but I could get into this later. <laughs> ah, yes. He, like, grabs your phone and sets it next to you. <laughs> like, starts kissing you. <laughs> I'm going to start kissing him back, and then... Uh... Then I started kissing his neck and started working down his like just a bit. Ooh, Chaz. <laughs> we are going to have yeah, quite the time at this wedding. <laughs> All right, and a very fish scaly. Uh, we are going to move to uh, the party city that you guys went to before, if you remember. And you see uh, two characters. One of them sort of looks like be a transformery character like sort of a robot but with like car armor on the outside and um, there's another character who's very small maybe three feet tall total looks like maybe a, a dwarf or something 
then they turn around and you notice they've got these like wild ears coming out like a like a goblin or elf ear like a long pointed one and um <clears throat> cheesy pete the short one uh has a box under his arm he's like all right i think this will uh keep you safe you know i can't touch any of that water but uh i really want to come it'll be a good way to get you know a little closer to Chaz. And then the like transformer robot guy plays a little song and it's like we're gonna have a good time yeah yeah all right turn off the radio you don't want to blow our cover off here all right you got any money human money no human money <laughs> like kind of reaches into the transformer guy's pockets and pulls out a 20 dollars bill great i'm gonna go buy this and he like waddles off you can see the box under his arm is like a giant hamster ball kind of thing <laughs> like uh one of those things that you can get into and it's like all sealed on the outside and you can like run around inside oh like the balloony kind of one yes like that a giant balloon that you stand in <laughs> okay and then you over to the student council lounge the student government building and you see megara and jet who you know is uh, also in the student council and Megara's like, ah, listen, I don't even know why Chaz invited me. I know he hates my guts. You know, we were uh, fighting over whether or not we were going to be student body president. And he won. And I don't know why he would invite me to this. this is some sort of like power play move. And Jet makes like a little silly face on the printer screen and prints out a little feed. And it says, just go. Have fun. <laughs> Megara's like, ah, all right, Jet. Well, I'll tell you all about it. Sorry, I know you can't come on an underwater trip, but I'll take pictures, okay? All right, and then we do over to the garden. It's been an hour or two, and everybody is sort of meeting up here, including all of these characters who you may not know as well, but you will get to know this week. <laughs> okay, here we are in the garden. Wade and Chaz, you got here maybe 20 minutes ago and you uh, have your little bags packed. What kind of suitcases are you bringing? Um, Chaz has uh, an egregious amount of bags. Uh, they are probably designer name, uh, maybe Louis Vuitton or something bags, a matching set, just lots of them. Okay. Uh, Wade has like a little hitchhiker's backpack kind of thing with like a bed roll pinned onto the bottom except for instead of a bed roll it's just like a big rolled up wad of clothes babe where's the rest of your stuff like what are you doing the rest of my stuff what do you mean your, your outfits and uh, spare body parts and medications and things i don't know <laughs> oh my sweet chaz you know i travel light but i won't be wearing anything i don't need outfits Oh, underwater world's progressive. Yes, well, we like to have fun down there. I think you will enjoy it. Okay, everyone is coming. Where are they? The delivery monster will be here any minute now. Okay, we'll go back in the order that we came. Kimmy and P. Jared, y'all are arriving. What's your suitcase situation? Uh, so my bag is floating inside of me. <laughs> I don't need to drag it along. It can just be in there. Uh, P. Jared is trying to be 
very cool and drag his along, but it's too heavy. He packed all of his extra parts. Yeah, you don't want to miss an attachment when you might need it. Exactly. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I get it. I love it. But oh, there's so many in there, and he's struggling so much. He's, like, got the duffel bag up on his arm. Like, you know, finally makes it in here. He's, like, you know, a little wood sweat coming out. And he sets it down, and you hear the clink of, like, lots of wood touching inside. Okay, okay. Hi, hi, Chaz. Hi, Wade. We made it. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be a little less stressful underwater. Yeah, hopefully we can all just, you know, relax a little bit, get all the stress we've been recently experiencing out. Yeah, yeah. I, I am so excited to go to this wedding. Uh, gosh, what what an opportunity. <laughs> Have you been underwater before, Kim? Uh, no, uh, this will be a first for me as well, but I am, I'm looking forward to the sights. Yes, it uh, should be a fun one. Oh, and our next party arrives. Uh, Bender and Sarah come walking in. Uh, Bender, I don't think we got your, your bikini situation. What kind of outfit do you wear to the beach? Uh, Bender is going to be going into the water fully clothed. Uh, but she also has like some plastic bags uh, just like covered in like various parts of her body, just like the parts that usually will fall off. Like, you know, just in case, so she can gather them back up out of the pool. I don't want to lose any bits. <laughs> okay, Sarah has come bagless, of course. Uh, she is ethereal and has no baggage. Except for emotional. She brought plenty of that. Uh, <laughs> you show up and wave, it's like, hey, hey, Sarah, you managed to come. It's so nice to see you outside of the dorm. <laughs> Sarah's wow. like, yeah. Sarah's yeah. here. That's so cool. Look at that, PJ. Yeah, check me out. Uh, hey, hey, touch my hand. I'll squick out a little hand to touch. Oh, yeah, you feel that? That's I my ghostly presence, baby. Oh, my God. Did you feel me? I did. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been hydrating, like, really well. You're very moist. Be, yeah, PJ has been making sure I stay on top of of him. I, I mean, the uh, <laughs> drinking water. Yeah, I can always keep her close to my heart now. I just, like, pull out, and you can see, like, a dusty bone in there that's clearly oh. mm. Isn't it romantic? I'm gonna melt! And I do start to melt and sag a little bit. <laughs> okay, and as you are melting a little bit, in through the door comes Evelyn and Ishtal. Ishtal is carrying your bags. What did you bring? I was going to say that he's carrying both of our bags. <laughs> um, I brought a light blue, like, American tourister suitcase. Okay, With like the little clamshell? <laughs> yeah, and then um, it's got, like, a tag of, a, like, a wolf on it, like a little... That's wolf. so cool. Cute. <laughs> Okay, Ishtal has brought uh, just like a tiny little satchel that like hangs across him, you know, like a messenger bag thing. Yeah. Hey, I, uh, <clears throat> thanks, Wade, for inviting us. I didn't think Ishtal would come. That's, that's pretty cool. Hey, Evelyn. 
Hey, is that Sarah from the the dorm? Like? Yeah, Sarah's here. Can you believe <laughs> That's it? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, you should totally get Bender to flash you. It's so cute. <laughs> flash me with what? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hey, Bender. <laughs> hey. Hey, you gotta, you gotta flash Evelyn. Oh yeah, look at my bones. Right there on the stand, there's a dusty bone in there. That's mine. Oh my god, that is so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it uh, means I can go wherever she goes. You know, couldn't imagine anything better. Oh my god, so sweet. And I like grab Ishtal's hand and like squeeze it. <laughs> he like sort of wraps his arm around your waist and pulls you closer. It's like, yeah, I'm uh, real excited. It's, uh, you know, a little nerve-wracking. Never met a delivery monster before. Hmm. Well, it's not too bad. Uh, my advice is just to try and relax. As y'all are talking about that, the next couple comes in, and it's Lily and Professor Ayard. What kind of sunglasses did you get him? Oh, um, I was trying to find some, like, gothy-looking ones that, have that like, have red, um the actual frame and little like gold trim on it like lacy kind of trim very I love dark, it. like hot like kind of like ovally red cool very matrix <laughs> yeah okay so professor ayard walks in and he's got a, a little like a tote bag for the beach kind of thing and uh, he sets it down and it just like it's full of sunscreen bottles like 20 in there and uh, his face is like so white, like a thick layer of sunscreen on every exposed piece. And he's got like a very tight Victorian collar shirt up here. Lily is probably also wearing one of those like big like beach hats, but black and just kind of like sets it on him. <laughs> yes, thank you. I will need uh, as much protection as I can get until we are under the water. I brought extra sunscreen too and like opens her she has a tiny bag of tiny clothes and a bigger bag of sun care or skin care and lots of sunscreen. Yeah, you are so thoughtful. Professor Ayard kind of like sits in the corner and like, I don't know, moodily stares at all of the students. He's definitely the oldest person here by several hundred years. Really? <laughs> Professor Iyer, are you sure about this? Kind of. I kind of forgot about the whole sun issue, but he says the sunscreen should help. I'm just hoping he doesn't like burst into flames because I have brought him to a wedding. Yeah, I meant more like emotionally. Oh, oh. Uh, mm. I think he likes me too. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. That's 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 really cool. You should you should have Bender flash you. Bender's already ready and just rips the skin off. He goes <laughs> flying across the garden. Sarah's like, that's my rib, baby. <laughs> Lily's very excited. She's like, Sarah, I'm so glad you're coming and like pokes at like Professor Ayard and it's just like, look at how happy 
Like, normally they smell kind of horny, but right now everyone smells just kind of happy. And wash the horny off first. <laughs> <laughs> the sunscreen is managing to mask it somehow. <laughs> sunscreen does smell so bad. Professor Ayard is sitting there in his, like, six layers of sunscreen, and, like, the sun rays are coming in a little bit, and he's just, like, lightly steaming. Yes. Yes, Lily, I'll be much more comfortable and uh, amicable when we are underwater. Yeah, hopefully the delivery monster comes soon. They're usually punctual, right? Like, that's 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 part of the deal, right, Chaz? Um, yeah, I mean, it was so punctual, it was a surprise last time. Oh, don't, yeah, don't puncture you all, right? <laughs> wait, wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Hey, don't worry about it. I'm just really excited to see how the professor reacts to this one. Hey, man. <laughs> professor Ayard gives you like a little salute from the corner. <laughs> okay, as you all are standing here, in through the doors bursts Megara and her two sisters. Her sisters are carrying big duffel bags and Megara carries nothing. She's wearing like a pink little frilly uh, beach cover-up thing with like three different layers to take off for different levels of warmth. And um, it looks very high fashion. She's got her nails done, her hair done. She's walking in and she's like, hey, Jess. Megara, hey, it's so nice to see you. I'm so, 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 so happy that you decided to come and you're here. It's amazing. Hey guys, like looking at her nails like, yeah, sure. <laughs> it should be fun. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, I've never been to a royal wedding, but I thought it was an opportunity that I had to share with my uh, wonderful friend on the council. Oh, yes. <laughs> Your best friend. Yes. <laughs> so it'll be interesting, Charles. You know, might almost make up for you uh, beating me last time. Well, hopefully when I beat you in the future, too. Like, you know, just work on this, this bond. <laughs> yeah, you can that. I'm about to make a connection within the Nazi family. <laughs> Ooh, catch up. <laughs> Megar is like so flustered by that. Like, oh, I can't believe you would say that. You're winning. Like goes and sits over in the corner near Professor Ayard. Chesworth, what are you doing? <laughs> this is this is connections. This is how it's done. You know, do a little here, ask for a little later. Right, but all three of them. <laughs> what? Well, they kind of always travel together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and as you guys are talking to Megara, in through the door comes Cheesy Pete and the Tomb Keeper. <laughs> sort of like a mechanized techno robot monster man who like comes in through the door and then settles back down into car mode. <laughs> Alright, everyone be on the best behaviors, no one say anything rude, right? <laughs> Tomb Keeper does like that. <laughs> What could I possibly say to them that is rude? That's cool. As the Tomb Keeper moves into car mode, you see sort of the paint on the outside. And instead of sort of being fractured and on pieces of the armor, you see it sort of whole for the first time. And it's got like a graveyard scene painted on it. And in sort of the truck bed of the, it's like a big 
monster truck kind of truck. So it's like a little cab and a truck bed behind. There's like a big gravestone marker sort of thing. And on it, it says RIP you. Never mind. That is the coolest <laughs> thing I ever saw. He plays a little song back that's like, doo -doo -doo -doo. yeah, baby. Spencer, you have a tombstone, though. Like, that's obviously not yours. <laughs> but, but look at it. It's a car and a graveyard. And it says you're going to die. That's so metal. <laughs> Tombkeeper sort of, like, pulls up to the edge of the water and, like, dips one of their wheels into it. It's, like, sort of checking out that. Uh, you can see they've had some modifications done to the, the exhaust pipes and stuff to be, like, uh, sealed. So it's only a one-way exhaust. Mm -hmm. Fill up with water. So far. So far. So far. Um, and Cheesy Pete has come in, and they're already in the little hamster ball. They're just, like, rolling up to everybody, like, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. Cheesy Pete, you remember me? You all have had classes with Cheesy Pete before. Uh, Cheesy Pete is notoriously maybe a little annoying. Hey, Cheesy Pete. Hey, Kimmy, you remember me? We had science that one time. Yeah, I I do remember doing all of that work or both. Yeah, of us. yeah. You got a little slime on me. I had to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. It was an accident and I couldn't control it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's okay. Uh, you know, the water thing, it's, uh, it's pretty hard, you know, being a gremlin out here mm -hmm. in Monster World. Every time yeah. it rains, I gotta stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Big same. Pizza uh, rolls over and it's like, hey, Lily. Hey, Evelyn. Hey, Pender. It's like every single person. And like, <laughs> nobody really acknowledges him much. Hey, hey, Cheesy Pete, hey, have, you, have you met my friend Ishtal? <laughs> No, uh, I don't think we've had classes together. Ishtal, what's up? Ishtal doesn't say anything. Oh, damn. I knew this was going to be good. <laughs> Cheesy Pete is like, hey, okay, you're Ishtal. My name's Cheesy Pete. You know, I'm a gremlin. Uh, you know, water can't touch me. I get a little weird after midnight. You know, uh, you've seen the movies, I'm sure. See, the gremlins, they're with lots of them, and... They all like to, to vote together and discuss that stuff. So let's all be great to Cheesy Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, we're a good voting block. Uh, we bust everybody over so that, you know, uh, get everybody's vote counted. It's important to be uh, a participating member in your civil democracy. They're a growing demographic here in Monster Just Yeah, yeah, we grow fast. <laughs> so happy for them, Chasworth. <laughs> Cheesy Pete sort of rolls over to Professor Ayard and keeps trying to engage him in conversation, who's like not having it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna like poke at Cheesy Pete's bubble. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, no water. Okay, okay. What's up, Lily? Just don't maybe maybe don't talk to him right now. Oh yeah, sure, sure. I get it. So Come on a little strong sometimes. Because the sun? Yeah, just like Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'll just, I'll roll over here and, uh, I, I brought a book. I'll be fine. He, like, rolls his little hamster ball over by the plants and starts reading. Just, like, looking up at everybody. 
This is gonna be an exciting wedding. <laughs> it will be about <laughs> Okay, but for real though, the delivery monster is coming soon, right? I can't take whoever comes through that door next. <laughs> Wade looks around and he says, 20, 23, 24? Yes, I think that's everybody. And uh, five minutes early. I'm impressed. So uh, let's take a little five minute break, you think? Stretch our legs, drink a little water, and uh, you know, uh, relax, enjoy the garden. And he's like standing up in front of the water. And uh, as he does that, suddenly behind him, the water starts to stir. And blasting out of the water comes a big, long tentacle that like reaches over for Wade and wraps around his waist. Well, okay, break is over. Come on, everybody, get your bags. <laughs> Peach that... Harry, come inside me. That's why we don't get split up. What are you all thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking he already came inside you. <laughs> it's for safe transportation. <laughs> Bender. Yeah. I thought you would understand. <laughs> oh yeah, my girlfriend's inside me all the time. I get it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> P. Jared like pops a little like big long nose and eyeballs and mouth out of the side of Kimmy and is like, "Okay, are we going now?" <laughs> yes. Okay, friends. And with that, we will take our little five-minute break and then <laughs> engage with the delivery monster once we get our giggles out. <laughs> Hello, monsters. It is delivery monster time. <laughs> the much-anticipated tentacle monster flailing out of the water of the garden. Uh, one giant long tentacle wrapped around Wade's waist. Uh, the monster picks him up in the air and Wade is like, whoop, hold on everybody, it's time. <laughs> Kaz is getting like picked up, but he's like just desperately trying to keep all the luggages and stuff he has with him like together, but some have fallen off and he can't get to them to get carried away. Okay, you're worrying about your luggage and three more giant tentacles out of the, the water. There looks to be maybe a few different delivery monsters. You can see like an inky blob beneath the surface of the ocean and another over here, another over here. And they sort of reach out for you. Chaz, one of them grabs you and it sends out three more arms to pick up each of your suitcases and another for Wade's little backpack, which is right near you. And um, the monster pulls the two of you down under the water and it reaches out two more tentacles and sort of lays them on the land. Someone else can come. I'll start sliding over. Okay, Kimmy and P. Jared are sliding together and the monster wraps two of its tentacles around you. One of them sort of penetrating into your slime from the side and hanging on to P. Jared with a few suction cups. Rude, but all right. You, you're welcome to resist. Uh, at any point uh, to engage with these tentacles, you can use a flirt or you can use a fight if you want to control where it's going or you want to encourage it to do more. Okay, I would just, yes, then I want to fight it to get it off of Peter. Okay. 
Nobody touches my man. <laughs> Ooh, a 26. Okay, you expertly control the insides of your slime and sort of snap PJ away from the edge and the tentacle loses its grip and sort of wraps itself around your waist inside. Your slime waist. <laughs> That's more like it. It's like squeezing a juice box. You can control and direct these tentacles on your body. Where do you decide that they pick you up and bring you under the water? Yeah, I guess just around a nice gentle squeeze is okay. Okay. So it lifts you with two tentacles a little more gently now that you've been a little combative and it draws you beneath the water. Can you roll me another fight or flirt roll of your choice? 13. Okay, you still have control over the tentacle monster. And as it pulls you underneath, you feel a little more panicky as you touch the water, but uh, you keep the tentacles wrapped around your waist and P. Jared squiggles on the inside. He's like, wow, Kimmy, underwater. You know, I've never really been swimming before. I, I don't really swim. I think I just float everywhere. So this is fun. Yeah, I guess it's not that different for you. Well, uh, guess what? What? I, I packed an attachment. You know, I, I talked to Chaz a little bit, and he said that you know I should, I should bring something for the road. It's kind of a long trip. Wait, you you have you have one like ready to go? He gives you like a little cheeky smile, which I'm not sure if you could see on the inside. <laughs> but he pulls out like a little wooden attachment from his pocket and suddenly his speedo is very tight. <laughs> yes. Let's do this. Okay. Um, so Chaz and Wade, how are you interacting with this? Um, well, after the last experience, he's just kind of relaxing and going with it and, you know, thinking up for the bags and everything else and stuff and just, you know, enjoying it. Okay, are you going to give it a fight or a flirt roll? Uh, I think we give it a flirt. A 21. Okay, so you uh, expertly direct this tentacle now that you've played with it a little before. You feel the like cold, slimy suction cups moving around your legs and up your thighs. Where do you want it to go? Um... In my trunks is going. Okay, it snakes <laughs> its way up your swim trunks. Uh, are you wearing the Versace ones or the shorty shorts? Uh, I think I busted out the shorty short ones uh, after the conversation with Wade. Okay, it slides its way into your little shorty shorts, and you're like, "Ooh!" You can feel it rearranging. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Wade is like fully relaxed. He like kind of pulls the tentacle a little closer, and he like rips off his tank top and goes into mermaid mode. It's like, yeah, enjoy it. You're going to be here for a few hours. All right, see you all on the other side. And uh, this big tentacle monster with Kimmy and P. Jared and Chaz and Wade sort of falls beneath the water. And you all head on to your way. The next tentacle monster comes up and it plops four giant arms out onto the beach. Who approaches? I'm just gonna go on ahead. 
Uh, just like uh, encouraging uh, Kate to come with. Or, sorry. <laughs> and Kate. <laughs> Sarah to come with. Sarah's like, oh, cute. You know, you got a little of me and you. I got a little of you and me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. She's hanging onto your hand, and the two of you approach two of the tentacles. Are you going to give it a fight or a flirt roll? Uh, I'm going to give it a fight, but only because that's Bender's way of flirting with this thing. She's just going to, like, body slam it with full force and just, like, lay onto the tentacle. Okay. Uh, give us a fight roll. 26. Okay. So the tentacle feels you do this, and you wrap your arms around it, and you notice it's got the same sort of little, like, light blue circles on the inside of its suction cups. This is the same one you played with before. And so it recognizes you in this pressure and it knows exactly what you're looking for. It like slides its little tentacle around. Where do you direct it? Uh, between the legs. I'm just going to be like, you know, grabbing and uh, grinding on it. Okay. It turns so that the suction cups are available for you to play with. So you get a good little hump action on this tentacle as it lifts you up and into the air and down into the water. And it sends a few more to grab your bags. And there's another tentacle that reaches out and sort of offers itself to Sarah. And she touches it and she goes through it a little bit. And she's like, whoa, uh, okay. This uh, tentacle monster's got some pretty intense stuff going on on the inside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. And you see Sarah like grab your hand and then kind of meld into the tentacle that you're inside. So she's like on the inside receiving your tentacle humps. You're possessing it! Bender oh, yeah. like, starts making out with the tentacle. <laughs> Cute. Alright, so you and your tentacle lover kind of fall beneath the ocean waves. Uh, there are two more tentacles from this monster out onto the beach. Who approaches? Um, after watching Bender, I curiously walk up to one of the tentacles and then... <clears throat> I look over my shoulder at Ishtal, and I say, I think we should just go with it. I think you might like it. And then, like, walk towards the tentacle. Ishtal gives you a little, like, yeah, okay. And he comes closer, and uh, he sets the bags down and, like, reaches his hand out to touch the tentacle. Uh, Evelyn, are you going to give it a fight or a flirt roll? It's going to be a flirt roll. Let's see it. Let me... Okay. 17? Not bad. So you haven't really played with this tentacle before. You're not quite sure what to expect, but as you come a little closer, it sort of wraps its way up around your leg and around your waist. And uh, it's very curious and uh, it responds very easily to your direction. Where do you point it? Uh, at my chest. Okay. It like snakes its way around and wraps, wraps around your chest a few times and like squeezes and lifts you up a little bit. Oh, this is an interesting sensation. The, like, suction cups of the tentacles are, you know, perfectly placed to give a little bit of stimulation in the front as it's, like, pulsing and grabbing you a little bit harder. And uh, Ishtal reaches over to the last tentacle on the beach, and um, he's like, um, I'm afraid you might need more than one for me. And the monster sends out four more, and they all <laughs> attach themselves to Ishtal one on each of his limbs and he just like sort of allows it to pick him up all like uh like 
crucifix position, right? <laughs> Pulling one of his limbs out in each direction. And uh, he just like fully surrenders to it. He's like, yeah, this is going to be a fun trip. <laughs> and as all of these tentacles from the monster sort of grab him and pull the two of you underwater, like pulsing and uh, undulating tentacles under the water, there's another monster that comes up behind it. And it lays a bunch more out on the grass. I'll look over to Professor Yarden. Are you ready? Yes. Let's get underwater. Immediately. Let's go. Let's get you under the water. He, like, lets you sort of uh, pick him up from where he's seated and guide him over there. You can't see very well through these sunglasses. They're pretty dark. I also would have had his bags. That way he didn't have to worry about them. (laughs) Okay. You hand the bags over to the tentacle monster and it pulls them up and brings them underwater. Are you going to give it a flirt or a fight roll? Flirt. Okay. Oh, a 10. You're a little shy. And the tentacle monster is having a hard time reading you. It's sort of snaking its way around your ankles, but your high heels uh, accidentally poke it. And it's like, ooh, and kind of pulls back a little bit. How do you engage with it? Um hurriedly like take off my heels have him in one hand and like pet the tentacle (laughs) the tentacle loves the little pet you can almost feel it like purring vibrating as you touch it and it like moves a little closer and tries to wrap around your arm the one without the heels oh yeah i'm not fighting that okay it's gonna wrap around your arm and sort of snake around the back of your your shoulders and grab the other arm and lift you up by those Oh yeah. Uh, uh and what's what's the word I'm looking for? Tiny little moans that I can't control, and then remembering that there's someone with me, and like looking over to see how he is, but fully enjoying being lifted up by a giant tentacle. <laughs> Professor Ayard looks familiar with the delivery monsters, <laughs> and he reaches over and like gives it his hand and uh, puts two of his feet on it, and it lifts him up, sort of just like standing on top of it. And then he, like, slowly wraps it around his waist and, like, slides one of the tentacles down the front of his shorts. All right. When in Rome, as they say. (laughs) I I love it. It pulls the two of you underwater, the tentacles exploring you a little more. And then the last, uh, oh, I think that your tentacle monster had two more spots, Lily. So you and Professor Ayard are going to be traveling with Cheesy Pete and the Tomb Keeper. (laughs) (laughs) Cheesy Pete's hamster ball sort of rolls up and the tentacle monster just like picks it up very unceremoniously and brings it over. And you see Cheesy Pete like, oh oh no, oh no. He's like climbing up to the side of of the hamster ball and the tentacle monster drags it underwater. And you hear Cheesy Pete like, yes, it's waterproof. We're gonna work. It's gonna make it. And then um, the tentacle monster sends out two or three different tentacles to pick up the tomb keeper, uh, which is very heavy, surprisingly. It's like a humanoid in shape, but uh, very dense in its parts. So the tentacle monster sort of picks it up and it halfway transforms. And you see like a little leak coming out of the side. like. (laughs) (laughs) And this monster goes under the water. And then there's one final monster and three people in the room, and it's Megara and her two sisters. And she's like, no one even wanted to travel with us. Well, 
that's all right. We get our own private monster. And uh, Megara and the sisters sort of walk over, wade into the water, and the tentacle monster pulls around, tries to grab the sisters, but there's not really much underneath the robes. It's pinching them really tight, very, very cinched at the waist, inhumanly so. And the sort of shape of the sisters disappears as soon as they go underwater. It's just like a cloak, maybe with a bunch of noodles on the inside. Megara, however, looks spectacular. Her outfit has been designed to go underwater. Her makeup is waterproof. You know, she's killing it. <laughs> all right. And with that, you all are headed to the Namatsi family temple. <laughs> are you ready for the beach? Yeah. Hell yeah. Picturing that gremlin ball spring a leak and just arriving with like the world's worst <laughs> confetti ball you ever seen. Oh <laughs> man! I'll make a few rolls throughout the evening to see how the hamster ball holds up. Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay, so you all head out to the Namatsi family castle. Just my little castle notes. Here we are. Okay, so <clears throat> from where you all are here in Las Vegas, it's not the longest trip, but you have to cross um, you know, on, through the Panama Canal. So these monsters are very, very fast. You're moving like uh, sort of flight speeds, right? Like if you were in a plane. So it takes maybe eight hours to do the fall trip from Las Vegas uh, through the canals and rivers out into the Pacific Ocean and then crossing over to the Atlantic. And as you move further and further south, the tentacle monsters speed up. They're excited to get home. And uh, with that sort of excitement comes a little more handsiness. Uh, we're gonna go through and do one more flirt or fight roll while you're all underwater with the monster. Who wants to go first? <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll do it. All right, Kimmy, you and the tentacle monster and P. Jared are involved in a threesome where you're touching both and they're not touching each other. <laughs> What's going on with you three? So, uh, so I've kind of elongated uh, with the with the pressure, and uh, formed a cylinder of sorts where the tentacle can stroke along my length, while Peter's inside me. It's a, like thrust in a way. It seems like a little complicated, but it pulls off miraculously. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like those toys that are like folded into themselves. Yeah, it's exactly that, but me. Everything's very lubricated. Very lubricated. You see P. Jared's uh, wax is holding up. The seal is looking good. Nice. Nice. Good. All right. So the three of you are enjoying that. Um, let's do, let's see. Wade and Charles were on this monster as well. Okay, Chaz, you have a very successful flirt with this monster. What are the three of you up to? Um, you directed, can see Kimmy over there enjoying the, the stroke. I've directed it to uh, wrap across my eyes, like a kind of like blindfold and like- You can't see it. Yeah, and it's like touching me and stuff. And then also like weight is like touching me and doing things. And I don't know which and I'm like trying to guess and like, you know, really sense it without like seeing it with my eyes. Okay, you feel some hands across your skin and then a tentacle right where they were. And then Wade sort of turns around and flips you with the fin again, smacking you in the ass. And the tentacle does the same. 
Jazz is loving it, man. Awesome. You're having a good time. <laughs> Let's move to the next monster with Ishtal and Evelyn. Um, I guess I, can we like be touching the other person as like the tentacles are touching us? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the monster will hold you as close together as you want. Okay. I guess like as the tentacles like doing stuff to me or whatever, I am making out with Ishal and like touching his wings and all that stuff. He's like wiggling them underwater and like trying to get closer to you. But all four of his arms are sort of bound by this monster. So he's like totally under your control in this moment. Nice. Um, yeah, I just keep like feeling him up or whatever. Actually, I'm also directing one of the tentacles like where to go and like what to do. Okay, so you're having it explore Ishtal? Yeah. Nice. Very hot. <laughs> okay. And on the same monster, Bender and Sarah. Sarah is inside of the tentacle that Bender is like all fours hanging on to. All right. I'm going to roll a fight again. This tentacle is sort of getting the vibe here and it's fighting back, doing a little struggle. Oh, and you nailed it. What are Bender and Sarah doing with this tentacle? Um, I'm just gonna like keep uh, rubbing on the possessed tentacle and just being like, hey, t two taps if it's good, one tap if no, and just like basically like trying to do things with this tentacle as if it's Sarah's body. <laughs> you can feel it's like um, making out with the tip and grinding on it. Oh, yeah, the tentacle is like loving it and like moving with you, and you can feel a little hand pull out of the side of the tentacle and tap you twice on the side. Oh. <gasps> That one was you. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah. Just like happy and like going right back into it. Uh, you see, Sarah, sort of like her face comes out of the tentacle for a little bit, and she's kissing you, and then she's back in it. <laughs> okay, and our well, our penultimate tentacle monster, Lily and the Professor. What are y'all up to underwater? Uh, I'm gonna roll for flirt. Okay. Oh, mother! Sorry. <laughs> a six. Okay, okay. So you are trying to sort of engage with the professor in this tentacle monster, and it's a little awkward, and you haven't really done this with the professor before, and you haven't done this with the tentacle monster before. How does this negotiation go a little bad for you? Maybe trying to keep my back to, like, cheesy Pete and cheesy Pete's cheesy peatiness just getting in my head and cheesy pete is talking up. the entire time it's a very long <laughs> string of like oh i've never been underwater like this before i'm pretty nervous you know i can imagine like a tentacle like acting as kind of like a bench for us to sit on and just my awkwardness just getting in the way okay you've each sort of got a private tentacle exploring you and uh, you know, putting itself underneath your bikini strings and uh, you like turn over to Professor Ayard and his like eyes are closed. He's enjoying his tentacle. You're sort of together enjoying this, but privately. <laughs> okay, Cheesy like Pete is rolling nothing. He is just going with the flow. He's inside of his little ball thing, his hamster ball. <laughs> they are um, 
just talking continuously the entire time about how they've never been underwater and they're just really worried and they brought an extra hamster ball just in case and maybe they should blow it up on the inside of this hamster ball so that you got two layers but then then what if they're not going to be able to breathe and uh, <laughs> tomb keeper has transformed back into car mode and um you can see the little like exhaust pipe that he's got has a, a one-way sort of thing um so the tentacle monster keeps like trying to touch into the exhaust pipe and <laughs> the car is not letting it. Um, Tombkeeper instead has like lifted up the truck bed a little bit and there's like hydraulics underneath the truck bed and you can see it trying to like get the tentacle monster to touch those. <laughs> okay, and the last delivery monster, this one is not horny. Megara is like sitting on one of them, like a little princess being carried down, her like perfect wavy hair flowing behind her. And her sisters are now just a cloak laying sort of flat against the tentacle. And if you look closely, you can sort of see that underneath the cloak, there's something squeezing the tentacle back, like wrapped around it, ropey, snaky. Okay, and this is how all of your tentacle monsters arrive at the palace of Castle Namazzi. You go past the coast of Argentina and like these beautiful ice cold blue waters. It's um, probably the most beautiful beach you've ever seen uh, on the edge of the water. But as you all move towards here, the tentacle monster takes you deeper, deeper and deeper. You're 200, 300 feet below the surface. Your ears pop if you have ears that work. <laughs> your your body feels the pressure and it's almost overwhelming. Some of you are sort of having difficulty keeping your slime in check or your bodies together at this sort of pressure. And then suddenly it's dry. The tentacle monster moves straight to the edge and puts you all up into this like bubble almost of dry land underneath the water. And there's this like beautiful white sand beach and you look up and there's a castle just built out of coral and shells and adorned with like incredible sapphires and rubies and gems. And you can see this is like a, the pinnacle of wealth. And Wade hops off of his uh, tentacle monster and he's like, hey, welcome to the Malvinas temple. Here we are <laughs> in the Masi family palace. It's, uh, you know, it's not much. <laughs> Who am I kidding? It's a lot. Holy crap, wait. I mean, you said it was royalty and all that stuff. Like, Jesus. Yes, well, uh, my father is king of the Atlantic. It's a lot of riches under the sea. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see the inside of everybody else. <laughs> yes, it's uh, even more impressive. <laughs> I'll spit Peter right now. <laughs> you like blast him out of you and he's like laying on the beach covered in slime now the whole back of him is all sandy and he looks like if a piece of wood could be sweating he is he still has the uh, attachment installed in his swim trunks and seems to have not noticed that people are staring <laughs> yeah yeah What's up? You're looking a bit extra stiff today. He like sits straight up and is like, oh, uh, yep, uh-huh. He like kind of turns so that you can't see him. And he's like unscrewing it really quick and putting it in his pocket. 
It's a little sandy. Good ride? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Kimmy? Good? Of course it was good. Yeah. Super good. So good. Okay, you see the last delivery monster pull up and like set Megara down and her like perfect wavy hair comes out of the edge of the bubble and you see it all just like crash down onto her and it looks heavy and wet. Oh, I thought we were gonna be underwater the whole time. What, dry land? I didn't pack the right makeup for this. Can you use some of mine? Fine. Thank you, Lily. <laughs> What's happening with her sisters? Are they reforming? As the tentacles holding her sisters, or being held by her sisters more accurately, come out of the water and into the dry land, you see almost, I don't know, perfectly, as if they weren't ever wet at all. The cloak turns right back into a humanoid shape. And you see the little like shoes come out from underneath it. It looks just the same as it ever did. Like it never got wet at all. Hmm. Any trick? Megara's like, yeah, you know, it comes to being all powerful and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm green. Like, <laughs> doesn't really explain anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're cool and green and stuff. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, pick up your boyfriend. Come on, let's go. Be Jared, come on. <laughs> I gotta go inside. <laughs> P. Jared's like so tuckered out. He was working real hard in there. <laughs> he gets up and he's like, I wonder if they have a theater here. Oh, I bet they've got a beautiful auditorium. And he's like kind of scooting along over towards the castle. I bet, I bet you reciting lines is going to sound so good. In there. You should find it. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Okay, so everybody heads up towards the castle. And you can see, like, just outside, there's these, like, big marble steps cut into the the bedrock of the, the seafloor beneath you. And um, down here in the, in the open air, it's not really a pressure difference. It feels just like regular atmosphere, so you're not compressed or anything. But um, you see people sort of moving from walking in the, the air into the walls and they sort of form a mermaid tail behind them as they're going and float off into the water. You can see there's like a pressure difference. They go in and they get crunched down a little bit and then they go swim out. And up on the marble stairs is Wade's family. <laughs> you see the king of the Atlantic, Joaquin Namazzi. He's got like a, I think King Triton, kind of like big scepter and like a crown and uh, they're all buck naked. There are different shades of Wade's like glorious orangey red. Um, the King Namatsi is like a yellowy gold. His whole tail is like a sort of, I don't know if, if you would go gray, but gold instead. And um, standing beneath him, sort of on one step down and to the right is Yara Namatsi. This is Wade's sister. She looks a lot like him, except for she's got like long flowing hair behind her. Wade's is like sort of a mullety length. <laughs> and beside Iara is uh, her partner, Tarni Baramba, 
who is wearing like sort of a cowboy hat and uh, has like a mermaid tail, but they are keeping the tail together. They're not in like form. Hmm. <clears throat> and uh, beside Tarni is uh, sort of sea serpent, I would say. She's got like bluey black scales and like a sort of blue pattern across her face. It's like one elongated sea serpent and she's sort of flying through the air. Um, she doesn't seem to make any connection to the ground beneath her. And um, that's Wade's family. King Joaquin is like, Wade, Wade, nice to see you, nice to see you. Come on, come on. And he like gives Wade a big hug and his sister Yara gives him a big hug. He's like, well, introduce me to your friends. <laughs> Wade gives you all of the names. So uh, thanks for inviting us, Dad. Yes, thank you. This is incredible. Oh, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, you haven't even seen it yet. Come on inside. <laughs> yeah, there's more. Come on, featured. Joaquin <laughs> is like her arm. No, go ahead. Lilia hooks her arm through the professor's arm. And like, heads it. <laughs> okay. As you all head in towards the castle, um, Joaquin is telling you all a little bit about the history of the place and how like beautiful all of the pieces of the castle are. And you walk in and there's this like incredibly impressive ballroom. It is like uh, the most beautiful design ballroom you could imagine. There's like chandeliers and like all of these like pearl designs on the walls, um, like intricate murals depicting like certain scenes in the history. And you see Joaquin is like walking you through and they're like, yes, this is, you know, when we first started here, us carving the marble steps and, you know, the goddess of the ocean giving us the power and here is Poseidon lending us his strength. And uh, this one is about the 10 years war, you know, when we were fighting the Australians. And um, this one, this is my family right here, the Namazi family. And you see Wade and his sister and Joaquin and uh, Slender sort of uh, maybe a darker red. Uh, mermaid. She looks a little older, but uh, you didn't see her here. And Joaquin keeps walking and he's like, yes, yes, this is our royal ballroom. We call it, uh, you know, the uh, the Midnight Star Room. Although our precious Midnight Star has left us, she never leaves us in our hearts. Uh, and we have had a replica. And he points up and you see this like giant gem in the ballroom. It's like a big glass piece and it's all reflective on the inside. It's like black, it's blue, it's iridescent, depending on which way you're looking at it. And it's got the pattern of like a big six pointed star on the inside. Yes, it's not the real midnight star, but you know, someday we'll get it back. And uh, this ballroom is uh, where we're going to be holding the wedding. And uh, if you look over here, there's 20 different rooms over there. You pick your choice. They all have little themes. They're, uh, you know, all going to be kept clean. There's housekeeping, so make sure to, you know, it's a little placard to tell them if you want them in your room or not. And uh, we're very happy to see you all. I'm very glad that Wade's friends could come. It's been, oh, what? Five years, Wade. <coughs> come sooner. Would have been nice to see you. Maybe meet some of your friends before this, but, you know, well, I joke. it's a I pleasure to meet you, King Namakazi. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, my name is Joaquin, please. And you are. 
Uh, Chaz, uh, student body president, uh, Monster University, domestic man. Ooh, the student body president. My son Wade, he makes good friends. Oh, absolutely. He's uh, quite the social butterfly, you know? <laughs> you see Wade sort of staring at you, and he's like, Well, Dad, this one is a little more than my friend. This is my boyfriend. <laughs> that is true. He's, Joaquin. Uh, Go ahead. He's a wonderful young man. Oh, yes, yes, he is. Okay, monsters, we are back. Hopefully you heard all of that. So we've got Kimmy and P. Jared staying in the starfish texture room. Kimmy serving as maybe a little waterbed to keep P. Jared comfort, comfortable. Um, we've got the Poseidon temple room with Evelyn and Ishtal in here, admiring the like impressive architecture <coughs> as they push the single beds together. Um, let's see, Lily, where would you and the professor stay? Oh, you are muted. I would ask him if he has any like requirements for sleeping spaces because I'm a little confused on the if coffins are super needed and stuff like that. No, no, no. I don't need a coffin to stay in, but no windows. Okay. So I, I will like look around for like something dark and moody with a big bathtub. Okay. Maybe the clamshell room is perfect for the two of you. Um, the like sides of the wall are all textured like the inside of a clamshell, right? Like little ribs. Um, and there's no windows at all in this room. And it looks like the bed might even close down if you wanted to. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah you like throw your bags on to the bed, the little like pearl pillows. Lily's in a good mood, but is a little flustered trying to ask about like boundaries with sleeping positions or if I should find a different room or. Professor Ayard like walks up to you and he like ruffles his little suit jacket a little bit and uh, comes up and he takes your hand. He says, I'm here for you, whatever you're comfortable with, Lily. I would not mind not sleeping alone for a little bit. Ah, yes. A little comfort. Perhaps we can write poetry into the late hours. Nothing would make me happier. He, like, pulls out his notebook and he starts writing. Um, like, you thought maybe he wasn't watching you during the trip down here. He had his eyes closed a lot of the time and was just enjoying his tentacle time. But um, you see he starts furiously writing, like, a description of you sitting on the tentacle, like, the way that your hair moved underwater. I look a little bit over. Um, oh, sorry, there's a bug. Um, <laughs> and like I didn't. You you looked like you were enjoying things just by yourself. I didn't even know you'd been paying attention to me. There was the cheesy Pete. Yes, uh, cheesy Pete did make it difficult to enjoy this, but you know nothing could stop me enjoying such beauty. Instead of uh, like looking over his shoulder, I will 
sit down on the bed next to him and <laughs> snuggle up to read a little bit. He like brings you closer and it's like, here, you have to see the work that I've been doing this past week. It's been inspired. I only have you to thank. Let me read you something. <laughs> He's like reading you some cute poetry. <laughs> okay, so let me write that down. Bender, where do you think you and Sarah would stay? Uh, if there is an octopus themed room with like yeah, black is. sheets, a giant like uh, stuffed octopus that we could like practice with to possess. Okay, uh, there's absolutely an octopus room. There's like a little fountain in the middle of it. It's like squirting black ink up and uh, the bed with like black satin sheets and uh, little like tentacle monsters and octopi, like stuffies that y'all are playing with. <coughs> hey, look at this. This is our first date out. Yeah, it's real romantic. I'm so excited to spend the night with you somewhere that isn't the school dorm. Yeah, let me tell you, it's my first time in years being able to touch you like this. I can't keep my hands off you. Bender uh, again goes in for the uh, dip and they just uh, start kissing and chilling on the bed together. Okay, Sarah's like losing both clothes fast. <laughs> <coughs> okay, so... Our last couple, Wade and Chaz. You are staying not in one of these rooms on the first floor. Wade like grabs your hand and brings you past the corridor through all of these rooms. Like, into oh, well, we're the pirate room. No, 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 we, we stay in my room. You want to stay here with them? That would be okay, you can have your own space. No, no, you see your, your room where you, it's the one you grew up in and stuff like. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know if they've changed it since I've been gone, but uh, you can see. <laughs> Lead the way. He like brings you back up to the private areas that are clearly like cordoned off with velvet ropes and stuff so that you know the rest of the palace guests don't come up in there. And you can see the security is kind of high. To get through this area, you need to do like a little scan of your fish scales. And Wade like um, takes off one of his Birkenstocks and like puts his foot over by it and turns it back into a scale for a second. And uh, the little scanner is like beep, beep, beep and lets you both in. Yeah, I guess, you know, my dad has been making some upgrades. Uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll give you a few of my scales so you can get in. Oh, you say it's not usually like that? Well, uh, it wasn't when I left, but uh, he said security was going to be a little tighter around here. Yeah, they mentioned uh, a theft, a midnight star or something. Did that happen while you were gone? Or what, what's, what's, the, what's the deal? Oh, let me tell you, it was 27 years ago and my dad is still not over it. The gem is gone. We're never finding it again. Well, is it because we don't know who took it? Or? Oh, I wish we didn't know who took it. Listen, uh, I'll tell you the whole story, but uh, let's check into this room first and we'll talk about it when everyone's together. I'm sure everyone wants to know the story of the Midnight Star. It's uh, the most exciting thing that's happened here in the last 30 years. Absolutely. And he like pulls your hand along into his bedroom and you can see it is uh, 
painted like a sunset on land. It's very not ocean themed. You can see it's like maybe got some little buildings and cathedrals and stuff painted. And uh, one side is like a beautiful sunset, like mountains and a whole area. And we're just like, yeah, I painted this when I was younger. I'm glad they didn't paint over it. You painted it wasn't really, yeah. This yes, is a beautiful wave. Oh, thank you, Jazz. It's uh, <laughs> been a while. The, the brushwork and control, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's... Yeah, I used to paint a lot down here, but uh, I don't have much time anymore. Now I bake instead. <laughs> Besides, I don't have to wish for this anymore, Jazz. I live at the sunset every night with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> you really like it? I did this so long ago. Well, it's, it's, I don't know if I've seen a wall more beautiful. <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you, I haven't seen any legs more beautiful than this down here. <laughs> he like tries to lift you up and put you in the bed, and you're like clearly stronger than him. He's like, "Come on, play along." <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, you hop into his little childhood bed and snuggle for a minute. Look up at the ceiling, which he's painted with, again, nothing underwater. The stars from above ground. Yeah, I guess you really uh, couldn't wait to get out from under here and stuff and into the, the surface world. Yes. Um, maybe you'll understand a little more when I tell you about the star. But uh, before that, my, uh, my mother, you saw her in the painting. In the Matsi family one. She's the dark red mermaid. She um, yeah. she died in childbirth when she was having me, so my dad's never really been the same since that, I hear. But uh, that's the only dad I've ever known. I put my hand on his hand. Sorry to hear that. Yes, it's, uh, it's been a long time. There's reasons I did not come back, but come, come. I will tell you all a story that is much more fun than that. Midnight Star. Get your friends together. Come on. <laughs> and the two of you head back to the sort of main area. It's not very far. It's maybe a two, three minute walk. Um, and you all head outside to the steps of the palace in the, there's like a river sort of flowing through the carved out circle of air underwater. And um, it's full of people just like enjoying the beach, tossing a little beach ball around, just like people playing volleyball over on the side. It's just like a really chill hangout. And uh, a bunch of you grab some beers, uh, get a little spot, put your towels down, put your feet in the river, and you're hanging out. This far underwater, Professor Ayard doesn't have to wear all the sunscreen anyway. So he like washes his face and comes out to hang with you too. I think you're muted, Lily. She probably makes some kind of like skincare nerd comment about how pretty he's, his skin is. It is very well cared for. He does his exfoliation every night. <laughs> I'm going right. to take a humanoid form. Um, I have my pink cowboy hat on and I'm kind of I'm not wearing anything else. Legs are like kind of tapping the top of the water. I don't want to dunk them in too much. Okay. So no swimsuit. No swimsuit right now. 
Okay, are you just like bazooing everywhere? Oh yeah, yep. But I do yeah. have a pink cowboy hat on though. Make sure everyone knows. You're dressed. This is an outfit <laughs> choice. <laughs> so the six of you sort of, uh, the five of you sort of come together and hang out and all of your friends are sort of sitting by the beach and playing. There's like a little game of splash going on with P. Jared and Ishtal sort of like fighting, but real fighting, not really splash fighting. <laughs> um, and Wade is like, okay, everybody, I got a story for you. Are you ready for this? So you all saw the Midnight Star, the glass replica my dad had put into the ballroom. 27 years ago, there was a great tragedy here. And the queen died. But after that, not a week later, there was a robbery. The Midnight Star was stolen right from under my father's nose. And uh, the castle has been on high security ever since, increasing and increasing in our protocols to make sure we never lose another gem again. You can see this castle is encrusted with everything. But the Midnight Star, it was the pride and joy of this entire castle. The Namatsu family, well, it's kind of a romantic story. You'd have to ask my dad about where they got it. But uh, suffice it to say, my mother had a hand in creating it. And uh, they put it up in the ballroom as a symbol of their marriage. And they got married underneath it. And I'm sure my dad is hoping to do the same with my sister. But the Midnight Star, it was stolen. A clean cut, a clean getaway. One circle in the glass panel on the window. That was all. Not another clue. They had no leads, nothing to find, except for one little black mask left on the floor. You know who that was from? Yes, of course, you know it. You all know the Black Viper, the famous art thief, the infamous jewel heister, the gentleman thief. He's never hurt a soul, but he's stolen things from some of the most expensive places in the world. And uh, so that's the true unsolved mystery of the Midnight Star. Stolen by the Black Viper. And he sort of like draws in the sand a little like, um, you know, Zorro mask. And it's got like a snake spinning across of it. But if you know who did it, then wouldn't it be a solved mystery? Well, it would if we had ever caught the Black Viper, but no one knows who it is. The Black Viper has stolen from every museum in monster history. Never been caught. Hmm. Well, sure, but I mean... I mean, you already know who did it, though. Yes, we know who did it, but that makes for a much less exciting narrative. We don't know who the Black Viper is. Could okay, alright. Okay. It could I'm be a, you, could was... it? <laughs> 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 Are you the pink viper? Look at that hat. Yes, the pink viper. <laughs> look, it, can't, it definitely can't be. It definitely can't be me. Don't look into that. Well, I do happen to know you all have your own uh, hand in thievery and heisting. So, is it you, Chaz? This is all a ploy to get to the Midnight Star, the replacement. Steal it again. Headmistress Taliba gave me this hat. <laughs> oh, yes. She gave you this one, huh? That's not the story I heard from Chaz. Chazworth! He's <laughs> telling all of our secrets? He has a way of getting me out of it. you know what kind of monster they are? Or is it all a mystery about anything aside from the mask? 
No one has ever seen the black viper, but the hole that he cut in the window, it was only maybe a foot wide. So something that can get small. Kimmy, I'm looking at you. Side eye and cheesy Pete. <laughs> yes, I would believe it was cheesy Pete. <laughs> so you're saying this guy only steals from museums and really, really rich people, right? Yes, of course. Oh. <laughs> cool dude. Yes, I mean, that sounds horrible. Oh, no, listen. Oh, no, your money. <laughs> it's a big gem. What do I care? But, you know, it was important to my dad. Uh, I think the glass one is just as pretty. Have we, have we put something out for them? For this wedding? Because, I mean, all the richest people are here, so obviously it's Black Viper's been invited, right? It's true. Well, my father has been truly paranoid the Black Viper will return and steal something else. Oh, for real he is? This would be the perfect moment. He knows that uh, there's a wedding happening here, and, you know, last time that happened, we lost the gem. My dad is convinced that he's going to come back and, you know, survey the scene after the crime, or enjoy in his disappointment at not having the gem. You'll have so security cool. set up, right? Yeah, there's a ton of them. We, saw, we all saw them. Yes, you see the guards and everything. They're like, you know, one guard up by the castle holding a little harpoon gun. Well, that guy's pretty serious. We got Rambo over there. <laughs> well, yes, uh, don't do anything dangerous. They will take you out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> With those muscles? Oh, no. Oh, no. They'll probably wrestle us to the ground, won't they? Ah, yes, well, there is a wrestling competition. There's a bikini no. body, there's a, um, what do you call it, the strongman competition. It's going to be happening this week. Stop it. You said wrestling competition? Yes. No. Oh, come on. You're better than your brother. You have to compete. <laughs> I swear to God, if he shows up, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> no, this is strictly invite only. You'll be Good. Put in pop here. Good. Then that... I'm going to hold that over his head forever. I'll make sure to get good pictures. Yeah. Catch my good side. And I'll, and I'll bazunga this way a little bit. Oof. What side is your bad side? Yeah, you. <laughs> okay. And I think that's just about time. I have more stories to tell you, but we'll have to save them for next week. <laughs> so... <clears throat> I don't like the castle. It's so cool. I love yeah, those great. fucking rooms. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to do some fun competitions next week. Beach episode extended. I, yes. I don't know how to write a one shot, yo. No. <laughs> it's impossible. Awesome. Well, let's go around and introduce everybody again. Let's start with Violet on the side. I'm Violet October. I played Lily the Succubus all night. And you can find me on the Twitter and the everywhere as either Violet October or Violet October X or Happy Berry XO. I'm Cassie Cummings. I played the gelatinous cube in a pink cowboy hat known as Kimmy Puddin' Pop. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Cass Cummings Triple X or you can Google me and find me elsewhere.
Dominique Delirium. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram as Dom underscore Delirium, or you can visit my website, DominicDelirium.com. And I played Evelyn the Werewolf in the Bone Bikini. Awesome. I'm Jane Judge at Venue Dungeon Master tonight. I played the Tentacle Monster. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter as Miss Jane Judge or Google me. I'm everywhere. We're all bazooming out on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, does someone want to do a little suede collective plug? Cassie sure. just took a big bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to be hosting the restream on Suede Collective. We're also going to be having a uh, suede game night coming up on Sunday. Uh, yes. Suede is a mutual aid organization made by sex workers for sex workers. We give our harm reduction supplies, uh, mutual aid grants, and support to sex workers in need. Uh, if you want to donate or find out information on Suede Collective, go to suedecollective.org and find our socials. Uh, we're also Suede Collective on here, too, on Twitch. Yeah. Okay, so you can watch every Tuesday night at 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Pacific time. I know my own stream. <laughs> Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific time here on twitch.tv slash Jane Judge. Or you can catch the replay on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. at twitch.tv slash Suede Collective. All right, monsters, check you on the flip side. <laughs> uh, evil laugh us out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>